Good morning, everyone. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. A daily podcast hosted by Pamela Staten. I'm dedicating today's podcast to Maria Isabel. She is in the intensive care unit and has pneumonia. So all 9,700 of us, I want us to come together and pray for our dear sister, Maria Isabel. God, wrap your arms around her and her immediate family. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead. For I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind. Thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand. You know what's best for me. I've failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, Dear God, I've tried my best. And here's a good prayer for anyone that is going through any ailment at all. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken, root out any unproductive cells, open any blocked arteries or veins, and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing power pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And 
trying to keep books from falling. Okay. All right. And Bible.com says, It is good to pray for those who are in the faith with you. Thank God for the people who choose to love and serve him every day. They are your brothers and sisters. Let your love lead you in praying for them because they all need it. Dear God, I would like to use this time to thank you for all of your sons and daughters who are dedicated to doing your work and loving you wholeheartedly. Lord, I thank you that you will keep them strong in their time of need and may you continually supply them with the wisdom and understanding they need to continually supply themselves with the wisdom and understanding that they need to continue. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Keep praying, listeners, and believing in God. And affliction is a treasure. Okay? Sounds like a contradiction in terms, but it is really a reminder to rejoice in our sufferings. Every affliction or tribulation that we endure can be a treasure if we learn from it. Our sufferings or afflictions make us more like Christ and we know he suffered for us. Through sickness, rejection, loss, we have a choice to make. We can either wallow in self-pity and give ourselves over to misery or we can find strength in our pain. We don't go through hard times in vain. If we can keep our eyes on God, we will see him through the pain. Some of the most valuable lessons are learned in the darkest times of our lives. When we rise from the ashes of our suffering, and we will, we learn to persevere. We learn to give hope to others. Our scars make us tougher and give us a powerful testimony. We become more valuable to the kingdom. We become true warriors of God and our scars become our badges of honor. Father, I know that I will have to get through suffering in my life. I know that I will have to endure unpleasantness and sometimes physical pain. I ask, Father, that in those times you will remind me that you are with me. Give me strength in the midst of my suffering. Turn my afflictions into treasure. In those times of suffering, teach me to persevere. 
I want to be a warrior for you, God. I want to be valuable in your kingdom. Amen. Good words. Let them sink in. Be right. As I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. God created us for a purpose, and that was to bring him glory. And while we are here on earth, we should be continually growing more and more like Christ being conformed in his image, Romans 8, verse 29. But for many of us, something holds us back. The fact is this, we become like what we worship. We begin to resemble the things in our lives that we focus our attention on. We may not think that we erect idols since we don't have golden statues in our homes or prostrate ourselves in front of objects. But an idol is anything that takes our focus off God. It is anything that takes priority in our lives over Jesus. For some, it's a love of money or success that drives us to make work our top priority. For others, pleasure becomes an idol as our lives revolve around chasing things that can only make us happy. Children are an idol for some. Family members are an idol for some. Others of us worship politics constantly feeding on cable news and letting our lives be shaped by our emotions. None of these things are inherently bad, but when they take the place of Christ, they will become like idols to us and warp us. Not good. 
The Bible says in Psalm 115 that we ultimately become like what we worship. The warning here is that worshiping other things will make you as lifeless as the subject of your adoration. Worshiping things other than God will leave us empty. Over time, God's presence in our lives will become smaller and smaller. As the world becomes brighter, the things of God, namely his voice, will become fainter. We talk to our kids constantly about influences or we were told growing up that choose your friends wisely because your friends will influence you in a good way or in a bad way. We are said to be the average of your five closest friends. You will ultimately become like the people you hang around with the most. So please hang around with good people. Find other Christians. Find believers. Seek them out and hang around with them. God demands and is worthy of our full devotion. If we really want to become like Christ, we have to spend time with him. We have a choice here. We can either allow ourselves to be warped by the things of this world, or we can choose to be shaped by our Savior. When we allow anything or anyone to take his rightful place, we are surrendering our opportunity for the fulfilling life that he designed for us. We become more like creation and less like the creator. We lose our ability to fulfill one of our highest callings, and that is sharing with others about Christ. Worshiping things other than Christ renders us ineffective messengers. We have mouths but cannot speak, eyes but cannot see, ears that cannot hear, and feet that cannot walk. We are nothing more than idle statues if we are not worshiping the Lord and the Lord only. No false gods are allowed. Remember that. So let it be written. So let it be done. Stay right there. Be right back. Now let's read a few excerpts from God's Way Day by Day. 
Matthew 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Through the cross, God has made himself totally available to you. 60 minutes an hour, 24 hours a day, every day of every year of your life. Jesus invites you to come boldly into the throne room of God and to find grace and mercy for help in your times of need. He makes God completely accessible. God is available to you whenever you turn to him. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 14, verse 27. Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. An old familiar story is told of a young child who was troubled by a thunderstorm. She thought she sought refuge in her parents' bedroom as the lightning flashed and the thunder rolled in the night sky. Her parents hugged her and cuddled her and attempted to comfort her by saying, you're going to be all right. God is with you. He will take care of you. The little girl replied, yes, but I still want to be with someone who has arms. In many cases, I've seen God provide someone with arms to comfort those who are grieving, those who are troubled, those who are in need, those who are sick or suffering. Remember, it is God who sends his ministering servants to those in need as an expression of his reassurance and his comfort. Amen. And Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing causes them to stumble. We need to personalize and apply the Bible to our lives, and not only once, but repeatedly, day in and day out. Allow the Word of God to persuade you. Allow the Word of God to influence your thinking. Allow the Word of God to alert your perspective and allow the Word of God to change your behavior. No matter what any human being may say to us, if any part of that message does not line up with the Word of God, it needs to be dismissed. The Word of God is the standard by which all instruction should be evaluated. Amen. How powerful is that? I love it. And God's promises day by day. Here's a few of them. Psalm 23 verse 1 The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want period 
What is it like to know that no matter how messed up you might be, the Good Shepherd looks at you with love, surrounds you with his compassion, envelops you in his arms, and cares for the details of your life. Love begins not with loving, but with being loved. Being loved gives you the freedom and the resources to love. We can only give what we have received. Give love, receive love, bask in love. Amen. Love is awesome. Deuteronomy 4, verse 29. You will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Adam knew him as a beloved father. Abraham knew God as a friend. Moses knew him as a redeemer. David knew him as a shepherd. Daniel knew him as the lion tamer. Mary Magdalene knew him as the bondage breaker. And Martha knew him as the promise keeper. Surely, surely, you know God too. Amen. Woohoo! <laughs> Woo-hoo. Oh. Romans 8, verse 37. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Even after generations of people had spit in his face, God still loved them. After a nation of chosen ones stripped him naked and ripped his incarnated flesh, he still died for them. And even today, after billions have chosen to prostitute themselves before pimps, before power, before fame, for wealth, he still waits for them. It is inexplicable. It doesn't have a drop of logic nor a thread of rationality. And yet, it is that very irrationality that gives the gospel its greatest defense. For only God could love like that. Amen. Only God. Mm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. The Word of God is everything. Here's a prayer. God, help me to see myself the way you see me. Thank you for loving me and for sending Jesus to die for me so that I could be forgiven. Jesus, today I accept your love and forgiveness. 
And I want to learn to trust you more and more each day. Help me to care more about what you think of me than what others think. May the truth set me free. For you are the one God, one Father, one Son, and Holy Spirit living and reigning forever and ever. Amen. Well, listeners, we've prayed today. We have talked about some important things. And the most important message is we are to talk about Christ. We are to worship him. We are to believe him. We are to trust him. And we are to love him as much as he loves us. And that is a whole lot. Amen. Proud to say it proud to represent it. I'm proud to live it. God loves us and he shows his love and he takes care of us and I could not be happier. So thank you, Jesus. And I thank you for all of my listeners because we are all feeling the same way We are in all of you, Jesus. We are in all. Amen. Bye for now. Please remember to make a donation to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Do the best you can. Give what you can. Keep us on the air. (laughs) Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Anchor and our other platforms. Thank you, Jesus.